Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the stories I've told my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Tonight's story is the conclusion of Flip Flop filling in for Flibberty Gibbet while he's off on vacation. Flip Flop finds that he must mediate what seems to be an irreconcilable conflict between the jungle fairies and their creations, the plant people. I must have been a little sleepy when I told this one, so you'll hear a couple yawns. My apologies. I hope you enjoy the story. The cat yards that had gone with Rondo to the plant people returned fairly quickly. Frondo was again with them, along with two other plant people, one of which looked like a giant round cactus, and the other one looked like a sunflower. The sunflower-looking thing's name was Solia, and the cactus-looking thing was Prickle. Frondo said, we have returned to negotiate as you requested, your majesty. Thank you, said Flip-Flop. We're still waiting for the jungle fairies to arrive. In the meantime, um, make yourself at home. Can I get you anything to drink? We have had a long trip. Some water would be lovely if you could bring it for us in shallow pans. Shallow pans, Flip-Flop. Okay, he nodded to the servants, and they brought in large, shallow pans filled with just a little water. Prickle nodded and said, Oh yes, excellent. Could you just place it here on the floor? And then when the pans were on the floor, all three of the plant people stepped into them, and Flip-Flop could see the water level going down as they drank it in through their root-like feet. Just as the last of the water disappeared from Solia's pan, several of Flipperichivit's special panther guards arrived in the throne room. They saluted Flip-Flop and said, The jungle fairies tried to escape. They tried to leave. They tried to use magic. Hmm, said Flip-Flop. What happened? The guards said they tried to use magic to bind us and then escape into the jungle. And did they? said Flip-Flop. No, your majesty. We are used to dealing with those who use magic. We have stopped them and brought three representatives as you requested. Thank you, said Flip-Flop. Take several of the palace cat guards and make sure that the rest do not manage to escape before we have finished our discussions. The palace guards entered a moment later, guiding three jungle fairies that Flip-Flop had not seen before. Each was a different color, a bright blue, a bright red, and a bright purple. Flip-Flop stood up when they arrived and showed them his teeth just slightly. He said, I hear you attacked my guards with magic. Is this the way you repay our hospitality? The red jungle fairy bowed slightly and said, My apologies, your majesty. We were frightened of what may happen here, and we wished only to escape. I will insist, said Flip-Flop, that you put your trust in my judgment. You and your people will not be allowed to leave. These are serious accusations the plant people have leveled against you. We also take this matter quite seriously. I am Rubia, and I speak for the 
jungle fairies in this matter. Very well said, Flip-Flop. Do you know the plant people who have come to negotiate with you? Rubia looked at them. I do, she said with a look of disdain on her face. What does disdain mean? It means looking like she doesn't think that they're as good as her. She thinks that they're sort of beneath her. Oh. And also, she thinks they're beneath her, and she doesn't really like them very much. That's what disdain means. Farewell, said Flip-Flop. And he asked each side to tell their story. And they did, telling much the same story. Rubia said that the plant people were their creation, and they weren't real at all. And since the jungle fairies created them, they should have the right to destroy them as well. And that the shield was put in place to both prevent the plant people from following them, at which it had failed, and to, to deprive the jungle people who remained of light so that they would all die off, and that jungle fairies could return to their rightful home. So you see, said Rubia, it is in your best interest too, King Flip-Flop, to allow the shield to remain in place. Then we will soon be able to depart back to our homeland and will trouble your jungle no more. Your Majesty, said Prickle, I hope you can understand why we cannot allow this. If you do not rule that the jungle fairies must return and bring down the shield, we will have no choice but to make war against both you and they. It is a matter of survival for my people. We must force them to, to bring down their shield. And do you wish them ill otherwise, said Flip-Flop? If they bring down the shield, will you continue to pursue them? Well, said Prickle, we did intend to, but we are willing to accept a peace where they bring down the shield, and we will in turn leave them alone, and we can exist our separate lives, said Flip-Flop. Is such a solution agreeable to you, Rubia? think we would prefer just to continue to run. That option is not available to you, said Flip-Flop. Will you accept your creation's terms of peace? We would just as soon see them destroyed. We believe that is our right since we created them. Well, said Flip-Flop, I have to disagree. Everything that lives has a right to live. It does not matter that you were the instrument by which they came into being. They now have lives of their own, and you have no right to attempt to take those lives from them. I will not allow you to leave, nor will I defend you from them. This is your only opportunity for peace. Otherwise, you will have to again try the strength of your magic against theirs. I do not have much hope that you would survive that contest again. Mm, said Rubia. We would see, wouldn't we? But no, we shall not. She turned and consulted with the other jungle fairies that were there, the purple one and the blue one. After a moment, she turned back. She said, we will accept your terms of peace. The three of us will go and bring down the shield. In return, you will leave us alone. May we, King Flip-Flop, remain in the jungle? You may, said Flip-Flop, on one condition. And what is that, said Rubia? You may no longer practice magic of a forbidden sort in an attempt to create servants for yourself. If you are to remain here in our jungle, you will practice only magic 
that is natural to fairies. You will not try to create slaves, nor will you try to create any more intelligent plants. The creation of new beings is a province only of the creator, and you should not attempt to put yourself in that place. Very well, said Rubia. We will abide by your rules. Oh yes, said Flip-Flop, I have no doubt that you will. Because, in order to keep both you and us safe, some of the cat guards will remain near your new home tree and will monitor your activities. This will, I trust, be acceptable? We do not like it, your majesty, said Rubia, but we recognize that this is your jungle and we will obey your decision. Very well, said Flip-Flop. He stood up. You are all dismissed. They turned and the fairies followed the plant people out of the room. Flip-Flop said, wait, just as they were about to leave. Flip-Flop said, guards, show them how to use the cat's paw highway so that they can quickly get to their destination and bring down the shield. And then they disappeared out of the room. That evening, Flippity-Gibbet returned from his vacation, and he and Flip-Flop sat down to a dinner of tuna fish salad, and Flip-Flop told him all about what had happened and the decisions he had made. Flippity-Gibbet said, Oh, uh-huh. oh yes. They did a what? Oh, that is a, a very bad. Huh? Oh, that was a very wise decision, nephew. And about the time that Flip-Flop finished telling him the story, a messenger arrived from the plant people. The messenger looked like a pineapple with eyes and little tiny feet. And it kind of went... <laughs> the floor, and when it got to them, it said, I have come to tell you that the shield is down and our people are safe. We have returned the jungle fairies to their place in your jungle, and we thank you. Know that you always have the welcome and the gratitude of the plant people for your mediation. We thank you. And then the old pineapple went Flippity Chippet said, You have uh, done very well, nephew, but I see that you, uh, I see that in your eyes you wish to return to your beloved uh, Elysium. And Flip Flop said, Yes. The kingdom is nice, but I need to go back to the Elysium. It's much more restful there. All I have to do there is deal with an occasional sanguine, not crazy, maniacal jungle fairies and, and talking and walking plants. I wouldn't want your job for the world. Well, uh, I thank you for, your vac- for my vacation. Have a, a safe journey back. I will, said Flip-Flop. And he did. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but Questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, 
I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Thank you.